I'm Bob. I like coffee. I also like to tell stories. So here at the Bobcast Coffee, it's time for a coffee break. So take a coffee break with me and pour yourself a cup of your favorite joe. By the time you're done with your coffee, you'll know something about me you really didn't need to know. But you'll have fun learning it. Just remember, my stories are true. For the most part. This episode is brought to you by JM Insurance. JM Insurance, that's where the insurance mamas will get you covered. Whether you need personal business, life, disability, they have what you need. You can call them at 405-353-0140 and get a free quote. That's 405-353-0140. You can find them at 255 South Castle Rock Lane in beautiful Mustang, Oklahoma. So for all your insurance needs, contact the wonderful people at JM Insurance. If you need to, go online at www.jminsurance.agency or send them an email at quotes at jminsurance.com. Dot agency. Today I'm enjoying my coffee once again from a oldie but goodie. This is a Camp Cherry Valley San Gabriel Council Boy Scouts of America coffee cup. It's a good coffee cup. Uh, drinking the end of Death Wish, I think. So always a good cup of coffee is with Death Wish. And today, I got Nella wafers. Mmm. You would think it'd be a smart thing to edit out eating of a Nella wafer. But man, they're good. Takes me back to being a kid again. Which is a lot of what Bobcast Coffee is about. Telling stories of my youth and poor decisions. So that you may learn from my mistakes. And speaking of a mistake, we got a good mistake today. We're going to be doing episode 47. And let's see, what should we call this one? We should call this one... Gary Fisher. So, Gary Fisher. We're talking about this is uh, probably the mid-90s in California. Uh, This is a short time before I met Linda. I was working at Space Bank Mini Storage. And I had a roommate at the time in the double-wide trailer. 
so Andrew, Andrew Gould, he a uh, good guy, absolutely a wonderful human being. He had a hobby, and that was mountain biking, and he loved to mountain bike. He did not have a lot of friends that were mountain bikers. So one day, uh, Andrew bought a new mountain bike, and he decided that he was going to introduce Bob into the world of mountain biking. All right, yeah, quit laughing. I was a mountain biker. So Andrew's old bike, not a bad bike, but it was heavy. It was uh, not a real expensive bike. Now his new bike was primo. I mean, it was a nice bike. But Bob's never mountain bike, so we're going to give it a shot. He said, let's keep it easy, and we would go uh, take two cars, and we'd park one car at the bottom of the San Gabriel Mountains, and then the other car we would drive all the way up the two to the top of the mountain, and we would get off, get our bikes set, and take off. And you would do these massive downhills, uh, an hour to get down the mountain as fast as you could go. It was a lot of fun. But with an older bike, like the one I was riding at the time, if you had to go uphill, it was very painful. So, after about three, four months of doing this, oh, two or three times a week, we would get up and, you know, get off work, and we had just enough time that we could throw the bikes in the back of the car, you know, drop one car off at the bottom of the mountain, drive all the way up to the top, mountain bike down and by the time we got back up to the top of the mountain it would be dark so you know after work you get one good ride in well bob starts thinking maybe i should just go get my own bike and that's, that was a great idea i had a little bit of money saved up so i pulled out of the bank at like a hundred or i'm sorry 450 bucks so, $450 in cash in my pocket. And Andrew and I, on a Saturday, decided we're going to go buy Bob a bike. Now, even in the mid-90s, 400 bucks is not a lot of money to spend on a mountain bike. So, here we go. So, we go into a Trek dealer. Trek is a big name of mountain bikes and we walk in and it's not real busy there's a couple of other people in there and there's several salesmen in this it's a pretty good size you know bike shop and we go walking around and we're looking at different bikes and no one ever comes up and talks to us so we're walking around we're walking around and I realize that everybody that works at this bike shop is sitting there behind the counter drinking soda pop coffee and not paying any attention to any of the customers not just I not just Andrew but anybody that's in there this I'm not it I'm not feeling good about giving my money to these people plus I'm looking at 800 to a thousand dollar bikes not gonna happen out of my pocket so 
we just walk out of the store. And we go down, and there's this Cannondale bike shop. This bike shop that's specializing in Cannondales. They've got some trucks and other things, but they've got a lot of Cannondales. And Cannondales were interesting. I mean, they the frames were big and beefy looking, but they were light. I mean, you could just pick them up with one finger. And they were amazing bikes. Uh, once again, you know, these are a little high price. But this time, we walk in, and this guy gets up, and he comes walking over to us, and he looks at Andrew, because, you know, Andrew's been mountain biking for quite a while, and, you know, Andrew has that look more like a mountain biker. He goes, how can I help you? And Andrew says, can't help me. Bob here. Bob needs a, a, a mountain bike. And the guy stops, and he turns, and he looks at me. And he looks looks me over once or twice. He goes, really? And I said, nope. Decided I'm uh, against it. I'm, I'm out of here. And I turned and walked out. Five foot four. I don't look like a, uh, a mountain biker. A little heavy set, you know. But I don't look like a, a rock climber. And I don't look like a hiker, but I rock climb and I hike, and I've been mountain biking for a couple of months now and enjoying it. So, you know, thank you, Mr. Snooty Cannondale shop owner, but I'm taking my money elsewhere. So, here we go. Third shop, which is the last shop in Pasadena. And we pull up. Luckily, it's right next door to an In-N-Out hamburger place. Excellent. So we're going to go in, buy a bike, get a burger. So we walk into the store, and this guy, not sitting down, he's not behind. He is actually out cleaning and straightening up the, the shop. And we walk in, he goes, gentlemen, what can I do for you? And Andrew goes, Bob wants to buy a bike. And he gives me that once up and once down. He goes, all right. You look like you're, you know, certain size frame. You know, let me show you what we got. Well, how <laughs> brilliant. I like being treated like a serious shopper. So we go over and, of course, it's Trex. And just this whole sea of Trek bikes. And we're looking at some of the smaller framed bikes. Because Bob's not tall. But everything is running between six. $700 to $9 to $1,000 and this is just too much money. And I look at this and I go, look, I love these bikes but this is just too much. I said, I've got cash but I don't have that much. And he goes, well, let me introduce you to Gary Fisher. And we stop. Gary Fisher. And he goes, yeah. So, the story is, Gary Fisher designs Trek bikes. And there are, you know, thousands of different designs. And he is just brilliant at his craft. But he realized Trek was getting a little too expensive. So he's not going to introduce us to the man, but to the bike. Gary Fisher went out and made a line of mountain bikes that were the same frame 
technology and quality, so the frames were just, you know, wafer white. You could just pick those up with one finger. But he didn't use the highest quality, you know, close, but not the highest quality of the gears and the pedals and the sprockets and all this other stuff, so he could make the bikes a little bit cheaper. Now, we're talking weight difference, all right? This is still a brand new mountain bike that is brilliantly built. There's no shocks on it. It is just a basic mountain bike. But it was awesome. And for $400, not $450, Bob walks out with this absolutely fabulous mountain bike. And I loved it. We grab a hamburger and we take up the mountain. We've got, you know, we've now wasted a lot of time with these two other shops. But we found a friend. And we found a friend who actually took us serious and he made a sale. And I went back to this guy a lot. I sent a lot of people his way only because he treated me right. So here we are. It's a beautiful, glorious afternoon. We are not going to have time to go find a trail, trek up the mountain, come down the mountain, you know, mountain bike around like this is what we wanted to do. But we still have time to throw the bikes in one vehicle, park a car, and drive. Actually, we weren't going to even park a car. We left the cars over at Space Bank, took one vehicle all the way up, and we were going to drive our mountain bike down this particular trail that ended up just above Pasadena. So we just have to come through a couple of uh, neighborhoods and we would actually get on a road that goes right to Space Bank. Bingo! Life is good. So that's what we did. We go boom. Now understand, we're moving fast on this because we're fighting the light. We want to at least get down off the mountain before dark. So we get up, drive up pretty quick up the two get into this place is called red box a lot of great hikes and mountain bike trails are coming out of that area so we go pull up to red box park in the parking lot get the bikes out smoke a cigarette and say all right we're ready to roll and we take off down this trail and we are having a really good time now when you're mountain biking we're, we're talking about single trek trail so the 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 trail is about four or five times the width of your tire or one person can hike down this trail perfectly fine for a mountain bike we got lots of room on these things so you're going down the mountain you'll cut you'll come back on they're called swishbacks and you're going back and forth i should do this for the camera so we're doing like this right going that down the mountain into the canyons we kind of cruise up maybe have to pedal a little bit to get over another rise and do another swishback i am having more fun than you can imagine until we get into about minute 15 into this trek i've owned this mountain bike now for almost 
45 minutes, maybe an hour. And I'm loving, I'm just falling in love with this, this bicycle. And we go shooting down this trail and it's like rocks going up one side, it's dropping off at the other side. It's beautiful. As you go around the corners and stuff, you just see down the valley into LA. And it's like, this is really cool. And I watch Andrew's tires disappear around the corner. And I get ready to take that corner to go down. And I hear Andrew. Andrew goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. I know my hearing's not good. But I don't have a clue what he just said. Because he went around the side of this hill and expected me to be able to hear it. But look, I'm cruising really, really fast. I'm going to be around this corner, and I'll yell it and, and you know, find out what he was you know, talking about. As I come around the corner, I realize when you're on a mountain bike and you are cruising down the San Gabriel as fast as you can go, time is not on your side. And information can be very, very vital. So as I turn the corner... I realize exactly what Andrew had said. He had said, yucca. Because there is a yucca cactus growing out of the side of the, the mountain here with the big, meaty, spiny leaf hanging down like this. And I roll my head like this so that leaf shoots straight in at me. And I'm looking at that, you know, the little spines right here. But I don't see the second leaf right here. And it slices my arm open. So, if you get, you know, stabbed by a cactus, you know how much that hurts. So, think of one of those guys just slicing right through your arm. Ruined a nice shirt. Blood. And I go, ow. Because, you know, Bob's real manly and that's what he would say. He wouldn't scream like, oh. No. It was, ow, because that's all the time I really had. Because when I leaned and watched the blood shoot off my arm, I took the bike right off the mountain. Let me tell you about falling with your brand new Gary Fisher mountain bike. It's kind of a, a free feeling as you float effort effortlessly through the air and it, it's not a you know bad situation well until you come to a sudden stop at you know on the boulder that you 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 and your bike land on and I didn't land on it like a really cool mountain biker who would you know hit it with the back wheel bounce up hit it with the front wheel swing that tire around and jump down for the next lane no no, I basically landed on my back with the bicycle on top of me. Um, absolutely shattered the brand new uh, helmet, biking helmet that I had. By the way, always wear those biking helmets. Uh, it was a it was a short lived helmet for me, but I'm glad because the the boulder that I hit was about the size of a VW thinking great this is where it all stops right bob lands he hits Ugh. and i watched the gary fisher 
fly out of my hands and over the edge of the cliff. And it's gone. But I hear it bounce a couple of times as it blasts through some bushes and, you know, hits the trail and keeps on trucking. <sighs> now, this is the point where Andrew has realized Bob's no longer behind him on the trail. And he, I, I'm looking, I'm laying there and I'm looking back up at the trail that I had just left. And Andrew pulls over and he looks down. Bob? And I'm laying there and I realize that he probably thinks I'm dead. In fact, I might be. Except for the fact that this hurts really bad. And I look up and I say, Andrew, are you okay? I think so. Do you want to get up? No. <laughs> I hurt. <laughs> I got up. Now, luckily, the boulder that I'm on, I can slide right off the side and basically be on the next chunk of the uh, path. So the trail goes where Andrew is, goes oh, across the mountain, and then cuts back right below this boulder. So I'm down there. He pulls up next to me, and he goes, where's your bike? And I just look over the <laughs> edge of the mountain, and he goes, okay. So he takes off, and I just start walking down the trail, and he gets like to the next switch switchback down there, and goes, found it! <laughs> Great. So I go hopping down there. Now, the Gary Fisher, tough bike, by the way. Let me tell you, if you were ever to have an opportunity to buy one, I would not steer you away from one, because this bike was tough. The tire wasn't too much. Uh, I'd blown the tire out and uh, bent the rim just a little. Not terrible. Uh, we threw a, a tube in, filled it full of air, and I just basically limped all the way back down to the bottom of the mountain. Andrew gets to the bottom, waits for me. Now, once we get to off the mountain and we're onto the side streets and we're cruising back to the house we realize just how bad that front tire because you know it's not cartoonish where everything's you know you know falling apart as i'm going down the road i just had this nice little bump as i keep going down because the tire is not straight anymore so sunday afternoon we are back at our bike shop having the tire straightened <laughs> and he's like how long did it take and i went oh, about 45 50 minutes and and he goes wow that's quick <laughs> all right so if you you know ever find yourself flying off the side of a mountain with your brand new mountain bike understand you're not doing something original i'm sure people have done it you know before I did it, I kind of hope that I set a record about you know how quick it takes to actually break a bike. Uh, luckily, helmets weren't terribly expensive. Got the tire fixed and the, the wheel, you know, realigned all everything back together. And I rode that bike for many years. It was great. 
lots of fun maybe we'll find some more biking stories to tell you because i'll tell you um there's pain there's lots of pain for bob on a mountain bike it's kind of sad it's almost like i kind of like it too much i like having fun unfortunately fun usually follows with a little bit of uh disaster anyway mountain biking you gotta love it it's a fun sport have a great day don't forget drink your coffee till next time